Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, Queen. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show if you're new here. I'm so happy to have you. Today's conversation is so meaningful to me. So my client, Jennifer, who's been inside the last round of Feminine Magic and Money, the mastermind, she is a child play therapist. And the transformation that she experienced inside FMM is just exactly what this container is designed for. I mean, she literally came to me saying that, you know, she didn't feel strongly like she loved herself before we started. And now, you know, I always talk about self-love as a money maker and a manifestation creator. And now she feels so firmly that deep sense of self-love, that deep sense of connection with her body. She's completely transformed her relationship to money. She's tripled her income. Her business has only been, she's tripled her income from what she was making a year before um, where at that time she was working for someone else. Her business has only been here for six months already. It's fully self-sustaining. She does not have income coming in from other places. She's doing amazing. Prices have gone up, more clients coming in, more aligned clients coming in. Um, her relationship with her family has immediately transformed to money, to men. Her psychic active, her psychic gifts have come online so much stronger. And now they're a real leading energy inside of her life rather than her questioning them. Her relationship to her body is completely transformed. She's so present. I joke on the episode. I'm like, babe, you've become like a spiritual teacher. Like what is going on? It's so wild. And this is what's available inside of this container. When I say that it is like a full body, full life ascension and money in your, you know, we don't do business coaching inside this container, but obviously your business expands because it's an, you know, so much of this is an inside game. So, whereas I would say like, for example, my business, the cohort, right, is the more masculine side of the business. Although of course, you know, I'm a feminine business teacher. So we're doing it all in vibes and in flow and there is healing and there is energy, but it's a lot more about the actual business. Ooh, I just had deja vu. That's so crazy. (laughs) Whereas feminine magic and money is the total feminine side of the equation, the inside game, right? And it's just so potent because when you do this work, you know, across lifetimes, this lifetime, generationally from our past lives, you turn your womb on, you learn how to work with money in a quantum way. You learn about quantum manifestation, how to work with, with manifestation and energy period to collapse timelines. You're healing on the astral plane. We're going into your body, your womb, your yoni space. I mean, there's so much that we're doing that I'll let you read about on the enrollment page, but this is how you get this level of result, not in one area of your life, but in every area of your life. It's really powerful. So I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind is open for enrollment. I have limited spaces available and we are going to get started in March. I'm so excited. The guest experts are phenomenal. The content is phenomenal. Everything that I lead, that we do together. It is all healing and activations that I don't include inside my other work. I really save all my witchy stuff for FMM. 
um, because that's exactly where it belongs. Although, of course, we do other like amazing things inside my other work, but they just have different areas of focus. So obviously, I'm going to bring Teach Container exactly what the container is designed for. And Feminine Magic and Money is truly designed for that really deep healing and activation. So enjoy the episode. You can head to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com to check out more about Feminine Magic and Money. DM me if you have any questions or you can enroll directly on the sales page. I will be closing doors once these last few spaces are full um, or before we get started in March. So I love you so much. I can't wait to hear your feedback from the episode and enjoy. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Hello. I'm so tickled to be here. I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I'm so tickled to be here. That's so good. (laughs) I am amazing. I had a great weekend and you are the first client from this round of Feminine Magic and Money um, whose story we're sharing from the experience. And I just love like these stories and bringing able to bring the experience to life because it is so vast and it's so deep and life transforms in such powerful ways inside of like in the grand scheme of things, a really short amount of time, which is five months. So I just can't wait to share your story with the world. Yes. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. I feel like this container alone has certainly helped me just with my sisterhood, like relationship with women and just getting to celebrate with women and just getting to like, you know, like have all these wins, but also like think about, you know, it's, it feels like a team in a way, like we're connected and we're, we're doing the things. We are doing the things. I love that so much of, um, the sisterhood wounding is going to be something in, in focus for the next round. And because it impacts us on such deep levels, which, you know, I get into in the podcast episode that just came out with Katie Moore, who's going to be leading that. But even just being inside the community and having people there to witness you and celebrate you is huge. But before we get into that, I want to introduce you um, so that everybody kind of knows you and your work and where you came from. So if you want to share, because Jennifer is actually... So you were in Feminine Magic and Money, but you also have been inside of my number of other, a number of my other containers were in the cohort before you joined FMM, which is not like an order that people need to go, but I have lots of women who love being inside my world in all the ways, which obviously I deeply love. So could you share with everyone, you know, just kind of what you do? Obviously you have your own business that is going really well. Now, one of the things we're going to dive into is how you've tripled your income in this container from where you were a year ago, which is such a vibe and kind of like your back background before starting your business and then what your business is now so that everybody has that context for you. Yes. So I graduated from my counseling program right when I sort of dipped my toes into your work. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to be involved. It felt like, you know, just like when people say, what do you do? It's like with career, it feels Um, for me, and I know this is a common thread with the women you work with too, is like, it feels so much more than a job. It's like sole purpose, sole work. And I was definitely going through the motions, going to counseling school, getting the internship, you know, doing the thing. And I loved every moment of that. That was so part of my journey and teaching me so much about boundaries and so much about what I want and how I want things to look. And so I took that route and 
I practice play therapy with kids who are, you know, definitely in adverse experiences and definitely living um, through a lot of heavy challenges that not that aren't always, you know, like they're not always empowered in a way where they can make their own decisions. They're sort of dependent on their parents. And I find it so parallel with my own path because I'm learning so much about like, honestly, redefining what I want. And so how I want that to look, how I want to serve and being in a service-based industry, I want to blend like the keys from psychology and then also the witchy stuff, but also while I'm, you know, vibing and increasing my frequency and aligning to what I want. And so you could call me like a play therapist by day and also like just a developing my spiritual gifts, you know, on my time. And so, yeah, I feel really blessed to be able to work with kids. I feel like that really is my soul's passion. I think what I'm stepping into and how my psychic gifts are being awakened is I really belong with animals. I feel that so deeply Um, and angels. And so, yeah, it's all sort of developing. I also started a breathwork program. So I'm definitely just incorporating the um, natural abilities that I have with like, yeah, just leaning into what feels good, working with kids, working with their parents. Um, I feel like we're all learning to reparent ourselves. And so that's where I get a lot of fulfillment in my work is just finding parents who are aligned and who are ready to step into the higher versions of themselves. And then that ripple effect, of course, that impacts generations to come. So yeah, it's definitely feels soul related. Like I love it. And you've had so much psychic expansion since we're in, we've been inside FMM. So we can start there because some of your experiences have been really potent inside the container. I remember when I took everyone through, we did this whole process around self-forgiveness and gratitude. And one of the things you were shown... So I don't know if I've talked about it on this show, but basically my favorite television show is The Discovery of Witches. And it was so synchronistic because, you know, once I brought you guys kind of like back to the present, something you had shared was that your guides showed you your book of life. And they were, that they were like, oh, you know, you can see the last page if you want to, to basically see where you're going in this lifetime and that you don't need to worry. And that is such an enormous level of psychic connection that is, you know, new for you as well as so many of the other experiences that you've had, like in this space of like your psychic abilities and your capacity to connect to the divine since you've been inside FMM. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like, it just reminds me that like my sensitivity is my superpower. Like I feel so deeply, but I've learned like, you know, growing up to either hide it or do something with it. But I feel like now I'm uncovering those layers of like, it's nothing to be afraid of. It's just like when you have that trust and you have that ability to like lean in and you're held, which you do like such a phenomenal job of holding the container. It's like when you feel like you can sort of unleash in that way and like just lean deeper it's like oh my gosh it is in the cards for me like yes like I can I can I can like celebrate that even deeper and it's so funny because like 
I'm definitely that person that celebrates the little things and the big things. And so then they all feel like big things, you know? You but, know, I'm into celebration. So I love that. <laughs> yes. But you're right. It's like, even my dream world has been so much more connected and my relationships and yeah, like the the psychic gifts that I'm tapping into. It's like, whoa, it all gets to be on my own timeline and in my highest timeline. So could you share about kind of your relationship to your psychic gifts and how they showed up for you before you joined FMM versus what's happened inside the container? And if you want to highlight any particular experiences while you're in FMM on the psychic front, I think that would be really powerful for people to understand, like when you were shown your book of life, et cetera. Yes. I feel like there were a number of resources that were in like the coursework, like the... um, bringers of the dawn the pleiadian book and there was another one of like abundance manifestation um, law of attraction stuff and i found that to be like so enhancing i feel like before fmm i did things i did like you know things here and there like hypnosis or like going into trance um, but nothing ever felt like to the depths or to the repetition Like, I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was just the energy behind it, but I definitely took, I definitely took this much more seriously because I was so attracted to it. And I loved like hearing about everyone's stories too, like the round before me. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe this is available to me too. And so I feel like, I feel like I've always known, I've had like a knowing. I'm not sure what Claire that that is, like the Claire... Clairvo- uh, clairvoyant is when you just know. Okay, yeah. I've always had like a, like a deep knowing. And it's interesting because a lot of the practice we do is around like not having to know, not having to figure it out, not, not having to like limit yourself by trying to figure it out because then you're not open to like all the ways it could come through. And so I think that's been the biggest distinction of like, you know, I used to have such rigid about like just timelines for myself of like, okay, this has to happen like this. And when this happens, then that can happen. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It actually doesn't have to happen like that. I can actually have it all in that way where it's like, I can grow as my business is growing. It's like, I don't have to like have everything ready and then the things will come. It's like, I feel like with the psychic development and just my intuition, I think a big thing too, is I've slowed down a bunch. Like I have started to just walk everywhere and I see things that I don't normally see when I'm driving. And I've also realized that like, I like to drive, but not really like, in a three mile radius. So I live in Boulder and everything's like 15 minutes away from each other. And, you know, it's, it is good to drive, but I've found it so much more enriching to walk and just be in touch with the nature and the natural rhythms around me. And it sounds so simple, but it's like, that brings me so much fulfillment and so much joy and so much like connection. Even honestly, like, having a relationship with like the food that I eat and like cultivating and cooking. And that's been another endeavor that I started kind of simultaneously over the container is like really just being in touch with everything and just really being super intentional about everything. I feel like I've always been that way, but also like I've just gone through a bunch of filters of like, oh, this is how I should do things. And I feel like this is the first time in my life where like, 
I've been so in charge of my life. I'm not doing like the boxes. I'm not doing the path that I think I should. It's like, it's like, I feel like old me prior would say something like, you know, it's not every day that I get to do this or celebrate. But now me is like, it is every day that I get to celebrate. And I see these confirmations. So I guess a big way and like seems silly, but to me, I'm really connected is through license plates. Like I will see messages from, I say angels, you know, or my guides, whoever it is. And they're just so potent and so timely. And I see them right when I need to. And I could be having like a day where I'm like really emotional and I'm, you know, like I, I found this new place where I do, um, I do red light therapy. I do the infrared sauna and I do cryotherapy and compression therapy, which is all just again to like self-care from the inside out. And it's so interesting. Like when I walk there, you know, I, I can, it can be emotional or there can be days where it's like, I feel like I go through so many cycles of transformation, just like on my way somewhere. Well, this is also very common in the container is going through these very rapid transformations because the whole vibe is like how fast you're. And I think every woman, every woman has shared this because, you know, we're basically stepping you into collapsing timelines seemingly at the speed of light. So it's like you're being carried through these portals. It's such a rapid clip, you know, which is also why I encourage so much of this, like how you take care of your body, you know, for that, but also just how you feel because, you know, yeah. the more space there is within your body, the more space there is to just hold everything, including your desires. So I'm not surprised, right? When we have these days, it happens to me too, where it's like, oh my gosh, I just feel like 10 lifetimes somehow went through me in like a day. I agree. It's like, I've never found myself looking at the clock more or looking at the date more because I'm like, what day is it? Where am I? I almost feel like I'm honestly like unraveling my dreams like I feel like I am the dreamer in the dream it's like I'm living the dream and every step I take I'm like pinch me but then like I'm I'm on my way to like that you know advanced level of like oh yeah this just is how it is you know but I almost like can't believe it on my way to like really believing it if I (laughs) (laughs) well living in the quantum sounds fun (laughs) and like we're like hey vibes vibes But take me there. And so when you start actually playing there, your relationship to time and events changes because things start happening so fast. Like you said, you're checking the time. You're like, wait, all this has already happened because we've had decades of linear living prior to. So it's it's kind of surprising. Yeah. It's like anytime I can find that pattern disruption or that interruption of like, okay, you normally drive here. Cool. You're going to walk today. It's like, whoa it's almost like that shift is kind of what it takes to put myself into that next gear, you know? Cause yeah. it's like, if I I'm a big on, walker too, as you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I always think back to, which maybe is not helpful, who knows, but I'll be like, okay, if I was in the car, would I have still seen those same license plates? And then I'm like, yes, I probably would have, you know, because I decided I would have. MPS Jennifer drops like, you, I see normal license plates in my world. Yours are always like clear messages. Like your life is magic. You know what I mean? Stuff that's so direct where I'm like, it doesn't even feel like a person created the license plate. It literally feels like an angel just like came down and put it on the car for you to see. Like they're not even phrases that you would think people would put on their license plate. 
Yeah. And the way that my mind is like, my mind is so funny. Like it'll be, sometimes it'll be punny, you know, like the one I saw the other day said plan B, but B as in like B E like be here now kind of B like just Mm -hmm. plan to be. But then ironically, it's like, you don't really have to plan to be. Yeah. So I love the synchronicity. So how do you feel like you're using your psychic gifts and your point of connection in your life differently now than the way that you used to? Because obviously this is a huge point of being able to lead ourselves and direct ourselves powerfully, like for our highest level outcomes. Yeah, I think... I think the way that like I used to operate was in scarcity, even though I had that knowing it's like, now I have so much evidence and such a collection of like, okay, you wait and you receive versus like, you know, rushing or, you know, forcing things to happen. It's like, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, the biggest thing is like just a deep trusting and a deep knowing and a real recognition of like the signals and signs of my body. Because like in the past, just from like the the situations I put myself in, I'd always be in fight or flight. I'd always be go, go, go. And now it's like, okay, you can, you can actually, you know, slow yourself down and it's safe. It is safe to receive. It is safe Mm -hmm. to let go. It's safe to slow down. And I think the biggest like thing for me is being congruent, right? It's like the conversation underneath the conversation. Like I could be saying, everything's great. And then like my body could be like still in fight or flight, you know? So this is why embodiment work is huge because obviously that creates a very mixed message and energetic message out to the universe. So our body is the portal, you know, the manifestation portal. Yes. And just learning that everything is connected to everything. That Mm -hmm. my mind at ease so much because I'm like, I'm like, even if I think I can control everything, like I can't, and I'm not even supposed to, you know? So it's And you don't need to when you're just magnetic anyway. It takes out, you know, control is not an abundant energy to play in, but it's one that we dip into when we seek safety and we don't know how, we don't have safety within our bodies. So we create, we try to create safety in these external ways, which usually comes in through like, I'm just going to like action to control, or I'm somehow going to try to control this situation. And it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work consistently. It doesn't feel good. And it, it doesn't bring you the greatest level of what's available to you. It's like very tight energy. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like my past self would have would have tried that. And that was how I like felt burnt out, you know, in the past and like in these jobs that I've had. And I think when I like fully took my step into my business, it's been six months since I've been fully independent. Like, oh my gosh, my past self would have never seen me here without like all of this support. And I Something else I just thought of, like I used to find money on the ground as a kid all the time. Like I remember one time I was, we were at like this sporting event and I found like a wad of like 80 bucks behind the toilet. And I was probably like 10 years old. And at the time it was like, so cool. You know, like I think that too, like embodying that, that feeling that I've known about, you know, so young and and can trust and even more now and can know that it's like, not just because it's luck, you know, that's been another thing that this luck isn't real. Luck's not a thing. That that's also been another perception shift that I've had of like, 
oh, like I actually am in alignment with this, you know? So like the miracles don't need to be random, you know, it's just that when we step into the embodiment of it and our energetic frequencies are aligned with them, they just come in versus like feeling like you have no influence over how life gets to go and how magical it gets to be. Yes. And so I think that's part of the mind fuck is like when I'm in my world and I'm just like so excited because of the possibilities and I'm like skipping down the street or like having interactions with people, it's like, they're like, what are, what are you on? You know, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have this little secret in my pocket of like, I have all these like resources and all of this support to like anchor into like what I want, you know? I think that we don't believe we can do that because of, you know, because of the matrix. And so finding that delicate balance of like, how do I coexist with everything around me and then create the world that I want within me is, has been such an amazing thing. Like I've also, another thing that, um, that the containers helped me with is like, it's just given me the courage to definitely get out of my comfort zone and to just take more risks, take more, like, just, you know, just following my intuition more and not, and not necessarily having to figure out all the details. And, and I'm thinking about, um, moving to San Diego. And so that's definitely a portal and a possibility, but I don't know if I would have given myself that, that grace, you know, whereas like, I feel like I can really connect with it now and, and tune in and, I'm going to be visiting there at the end of the month to just put out more feelers. But yeah, it's like, I have such a trust now for myself and I guess kind of more of a bullshit detector. Like I feel like in my past, I've definitely been naive and yeah, I feel like boundaries is a really big, big takeaway for me. And you're big on the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love this. So can we talk about how this is translated into your business? Because it's so powerful. You've literally only had your business for six months. It's fully sustaining and thriving. You've tripled your income from a year ago. I mean, this is huge because so many women feel like this isn't available. And you know, I'm always saying it is, it is, it is, come play. But like the money that has found you and the ease that you've created inside your business and the new clients just popping in after we do a certain practice or you practice something within the portal, it's pretty wild. And also like just the miracle money, like you had thousands of dollars coming into your Venmo from like your credit card being refunded, just random, random things. So could you share more about that? Because when we talk about miracles, this is, and just how this all ends up showing up inside your business, even though obviously we don't do business strategy inside of FMM, we're just focused on you, your energy, your frequency, your body, your desires, your life, that ripple effect for us with business and money is so powerful. Yes. Like, I think part of it too is stepping out of that mindset of like, just being in the mental health field where it's like, where it's like, you really don't know, you know, because if you're working through your trauma or if you're trying to, you know, like better yourself through that, it's, it can be hard to really see what's possible when you're just at like your new baseline and when you're thriving. And so I definitely did a lot of work around um, 
Money Queen, your other offering that was so helpful. I I did that, I think, right before. And I was coming up against like a lot of my own internal dialogue, my own like patterns. And I had to really challenge myself of like, is this mine? You know, does this belong to me? And because I'm so sensitive, I can, you know, energetically pick up what's around me. And that, and especially spaces, I'm very energetically sensitive to spaces. And so I, yeah, and I I gave my office a really beautiful uplift and a facelift, whatever, however you want to phrase it. But like, I definitely, you know, decorated it like in luxury vibes. My couch is velvet, like my mirror's gold. My shelf is handmade and everything has sort of like this nature element to it. Like there's like a, like a light wood, like a really soft, lighter wood theme going on. And then there's a lot of like images of nature to resource. And so I really wanted to like pour my heart into it. And I knew that, you know, like even if I have it for a short time or again, what is time, right? Those are other stories that just come on in, but like I knew that I had to um, pour my heart into it because it's so it's so not just a career for me. It's like my soul and my my heart. And so every time parents come in, like we meet on Zoom first for our consult to see if we would be a good fit to work together and kind of go over everything that is required and all of that. And if it's a good fit, like I'm telling you, when parents come in, they're like, oh my gosh, I've, I feel like an exhale or I feel like this energy that I can just like be myself or I can just relax or just, you know, and it's like, wow, that's exactly what I wanted to cultivate. Like I wanted that. I didn't want like a, you know, slap a couch on that wall and just throw this over here. It's like, I felt like I really wanted to be really intentional with my space. So first thing was space. And, then, and you know how I'm a big space person. <laughs> so yeah, it really makes, makes a difference. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think because it was my first, like, it was like my space and like my ability to create. I think that's kind of what allowed my energies to be congruent with what I really wanted with the space. Because I feel like, you know, this is like the first time that I've been my own boss. And I, I've I've been really lucky to have female bosses like all throughout my working life. Like I I've always had female bosses and I think um like either money stories or you know we we know it's never really about money. It's more about like what we can we can hold and what we're available for, but I think that um yeah, just really really connecting with my why and what I want to do and I know like I have such a big impact, especially with kids. It's like, I needed to just start, start my own thing and, you know, like just lay out the groundwork and people do know that they have a choice. They know that if they can't, um, or if they're not willing to like rise to my price point, they know that they can find someone else, but then they also have like a taste of what is available and what is possible. And they see better results and faster results. Like, you know, it's just, it's a win-win. And I think, oh, that was another thing that happened in the container. I raised my prices and it was, it wasn't even that long after I like set my prices. And when I raised my prices, you wouldn't believe it. Like people, um, definitely took it more seriously. You know, it's like, 
you know that you're going to show up stronger and you're going to show up for yourself. And yeah, that was another, another big learning curve was like, I'm holding space for you and you get to arrive and you get to choose how far you want to grow. So I'm just ready and ready to do it. But yeah, I think I'm still, it's still all so new and I'm still just going I'm being really selective too, you know, like everything feels super intentional. Um, like if I feel like I can't help someone, I'm really honest. And I'm I'm like, you know what? I don't know if this is going to be the best fit. So it just, yeah, it's all, but you know, it's so interesting. Every like client that comes through, like there's such an important lesson for me in it too. So that's another big part of my trust is like, I just trust that it's going to be what it needs to, even if I don't see it till it's in hindsight. When I love this too, because you really just have no desperation energy in your business. And also, you know, that's just because so much of that scarcity program has now been dissolved from your body and from your field. Like you've just been able to step in so powerfully and like just have a fully functioning, sustaining business. You don't have a part-time job. You don't have money coming in from everywhere else. You were just like oh no, this is just working and we're going to keep raising the standards because this is how we play and people get to rise to meet them, which they do. And I'm a magical witch. So everything's just working because I decided, you know, like you're just very calm about everything now. And that's just the power of doing this work where money does get to be easy and increasingly easier because you've just built this deep sense of like self-trust and, you know, self-respect and all of the things. So when you're not just setting the standard, but you're embodying the standard and you're so clear in the standard and obviously they go up as we grow, like the universe, the people around you, everything else just either rises to meet you or or what is not aligned falls off and then what is aligned comes in. And it's just, it does get to be like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I think an older version of myself would have could have done like played the victim of like, well, no one's ever led this path for me. So it's not relatable and I can't, I can't look to someone that's done it already. And I, you know, like, I do think it's valuable to have like the expanders to show you what's possible. But I think what I learned was like, I have to have courage to like lead myself, like self-leadership. And Mm -hmm. like, if no one's done it the exact way that I have or the way I want to, like, I get to be the one that does it for me. Like I get to be that one. And I think that's definitely been an energy that I've dissolved too of like, you know, that higher frequency of like knowing that I can handle it. Like exactly just knowing that I can handle it and that nothing's going across my path that I can't handle. And if I feel that way, then that gets to be like my growing edge, you know, like there's so much there that, yeah, I feel like a past version of myself would have stressed over or worried about. And I feel like this was what I needed to to really take the leap because like we all deserve it. We just have to remember that it's possible and that we actually are so much more capable than we know. Yeah. And I love this energy of expanding yourself. People spend so much time and like, obviously we're inspired by other people or we hire mentors, et cetera, who clearly inspire us in particular ways. But I'm like, even more than that, it's like, look for people, right? Because this is what I desire for my clients. Like, I love that you guys are inspired by my, by my journey, et cetera. It does show you what's possible, but we're all unique. So like my job is to help you step into the embodiment of what you desire, not to like come in and be like me, you know? So... 
I really love what you're saying about... And I'm like, and then you just get to fucking expand yourself. You don't need someone else to be like, well, I did it so you can too. You just get so powerful from within that like you're paving the way. You expand yourself. And that's where I feel like the next level magic is. And that's what you're talking about. Yes. And that was like a really big thing that attracted me to FMM like at the beginning too was learning about like so many people with their own unique journeys of like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm wanting. I want I'm wanting to surround myself with people that I can learn with and like celebrate with and grow with and not, and literally nothing's off limits and nothing's, you know, you're not holding back. No, we go so deep. So how would you say then, how does your, because obviously the money's been coming in, which we love. How would you say your relationship to money has changed from previously? Oh my gosh. And I would also say, because this was a big one for you, your relationships, you know how I always teach about money is masculine energy because of how it feels to hold it. It feels safe. It feels stable. It feels supportive. And so many women have trauma with men, our fathers, people we've dated, et cetera, that we're now afraid of masculine energy and therefore afraid of money. And I'm talking about receiving money in ways that feel good, where it's like attraction receiving versus chasing receiving. Um, where we're overcompensating for the masculine because we don't trust the masculine. So we go overcompensate, right? We can do that. Um, Or, you know, we're just kind of in this like stiffness around it and we're under receiving. And so obviously we talk a lot about and step into healing around these like feminine and masculine energetic imprints inside FMM. And I feel like your relationship to the masculine, if, do you want to tell that story when um, you ran into the guy that you had dated and then we talked about what to do and then the money came in, you had new clients come in the next day because this was such a perfect example. Oh my gosh. Like as you were saying, like we get scared of it, of the masculine energy. It all, it all clicked for me. Like I, I was able to reach out like that same moment to get support around this because I ran into him and I'll tell them who he is because obviously they don't know too. Okay, so... You don't have to give his name, but just like the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we clicked right off the bat. We definitely had a synergy between us. It was in June. And, um, you know, we hung out and basically he ghosted me. And I was like, well, this is not like what I'm here for. You know, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... um, just wait around. And so I think a bigger thing too, that it taught me was like people pleasing and saying what you need to say and just being expressive. Like there's, there's really no risk in saying what you need to say. And so in that moment, I definitely, fl- I fled because I was like, I'm really, well, do you want to share what happened too? Because no one knows that you ran into him. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. So I basically, I ran into him at the grocery store and yeah. And I just had like this reaction in my throat and I was like, it was like a tingling, you know, like tightness. And then I was like, I was like, I could lean into this, but I'm afraid. And so after getting support around it, after leaving, I sent him a voice memo and I like really thought about what I wanted to say. And I did it more for me rather than like any, anything else. And then I got a check in the mail for the next day. And I was like, okay, this is, there's something to this. Um, but yeah, just like, I think the people pleasing part of me of like, you know, that just didn't have the words or whatever. Like I, I just, 
yeah, it just made it harder to like face that. But then like not having, not blaming myself for that, I think was the biggest takeaway of like, you don't have, there's nothing wrong. You don't have to do anything. You just get to be honest. And like, if something still feels weird, okay, be more honest. Like there's still more there. So yeah, just like digging in, digging deeper into the honesty, number one, number two, letting go of the people pleasing. That's not serving anybody. So yeah, that was a really big one. That was huge. And I just remember because you ran into him and then you shared in the Voxer. And I was like, okay, well, he's sort of just a stand-in for the primary energy here, which is that, you know, you've had certain experiences that have almost led you to be afraid of men. However, and remember, oh my gosh, this happened because on our one-on-one call, you told me how you were calling in this large amount of money before the end of the year. And I was like, vibes. And then after that call, this happened. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. And this is so much of being able to have such close access to me daily is that when things come up for you and you're just like, I'm triggered. I don't know what's going on. It's so easy for me to see like the energetic story and like help shift you into like what to do because it's all tied to the desire. And this is exactly what happened. It's like, you're like, Jocelyn, I'm calling this money. I'm like, fab. Then you run into the guy. I remind you (laughs) that money is masculine energy. And you just told me that you were calling this amount of money. So we need to use our voice with the guy, not because you need him to do anything, not to rewrite the story of the relationship. We don't even care if he never responds. It's just about using your voice because the universe is showing you where you're still kind of like, having this, you know, energy with the masculine and we want to heal that. And then, you know, that's going to be tied to the money you're calling in. You did that money came in. It's like, boom, boom, boom. This is so real. Yeah. And another thing that's taught me is to just like take care of things right away. You know, not that I like would super put things off, but like, it's also been that dance with the universe of like, okay, this is the opportunity. Like it's not on the back burner. It's right here because it's here now. Like, And because you basically invited it in because you said you want something. So the universe is like, okay, perfect. We hear you. We desire to support you. So this is the thing that needs to get cleaned up for you to have the thing. So like, let's go, you know? I think that was the moment for me where it got really real, where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in charge. (laughs) Like, wow. We are absolutely in charge, 1000%. So therefore it's like, we don't even need to control. We just have to like get turned on and heal and learn about energy and learn how these energetics work because otherwise you would have had no idea why you ran into him and probably just ran away and done nothing. Right. Right. And then my wand came the same night and I got home. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I forgot because it was going to be late for our cervix serum ring, but that all worked out. Everybody's wand manifested in time because they were coming from Australia. It was a whole thing. Um, so beautiful. So Something else that's been coming through while you've been talking, something you had said to me previously that was so powerful was you told me that previously you did not feel this strong sense of self-love and this very painful way to live. And now you are in a completely different frequency. The way you take care of your body, the way you take care of yourself, the way you set and hold your standards, your boundaries, like, Everything you do now, every way that you be is from this energy of a person who deeply loves herself. And it's not something that you had to try to do. 
it was literally like a result of everything that we do inside the container. So if you could share about that journey, because a lot of women have this experience. I had this experience. I maybe wouldn't have called it like, oh, I don't feel like I love myself. But I, you know, despite like being quite confident, like in these certain ways, I was deeply insecure on the inside in many ways, you know, before the journey of who I've stepped into now. So it's also been really powerful to watch you kind of like unravel all of that in such a short period of time. Yeah. And I think like it goes back to like just being sensitive around who I surround. And I'm so sensitive to like, Mm -hmm. I know you guys, I come off super fiery and stuff. I am so energetically sensitive, just way better boundary now. So now I don't like get rocked around. Yeah. And even using that to my advantage of like, okay, then it is an advantage. We just have to learn to work with it. Yes. And it's like, if you are going to absorb, you know, what other people are putting out or what you're putting yourself around, it's like, might as well surround yourself with the people that like have that higher frequency and that have those higher dreams and things. But yeah, it's like, I feel like my ego just needed to be teased out a bit because I was so... <laughs> my ego needed to be teased out, babe. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I was so critical. I was so judgmental and just harsh around like, yeah, like my inner critic and just everything. And it's like, it's like if I just had zoomed out a bit, I would have been like, what is wrong with you? You know, and I, <laughs> and that does have to do with like my upbringing. So I, I have a lot of compassion for myself, but I think that's why like the self-forgiveness portal was so powerful for me because like... I feel like we all changed yeah. after that. I did too. It like something happened when we did that. Yeah. And then when I know that there's like nothing to regret when I learn from my past, then I can just rest in that too and not have to like come from this judgmental place. You know, it even like, I even see others differently because it's like, if Mm. I was seeing others through that lens that I saw myself, I wasn't giving people a fair shot or a fair chance, or I was just shutting people out, you know? And I think... Mm -hmm. I think even just like emotionally and in my relationships emotionally, I'm willing to take more emotional risks. And Mm -hmm. whereas like in the past, I would play out a pattern or I would play out um, like I would, you know, not say what I was feeling because obviously growing up, it's like it wasn't safe to say. And now that it is safe, it's like, oh, I perceive that it won't be taken a certain way. But now it's like, I don't care how... I don't care. Exactly. I don't care how you take this, but this is real for me. And this is what I need. And this is what I require. Like, are you either able to meet this request or... If not, like I get to resource myself and figure it out, you know? So yeah, I think it uncovered like this layer of like, you you know, I did like my, uh, my capstone presentation in grad school on rejection. And like, now I see such a different, like I watched that video of myself and I see such a different me because it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, I don't have to live in it. I don't have to like, prove anything from that place you know I'm already so worthy even though that was not what I believed I believed I was like so special and so different from everyone else and it's like what makes me so different in that negative way it really doesn't even make sense you know Mm. so I think yeah like that was probably the deepest wound Um, and that was probably past life honestly too and 
Well, we I, did do past life work also. We do all the things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it also helped me to not compare myself so strongly. It's mm-hmm. like, like ch- take a chill on that. Definitely. Well, now you're just so in your own frequency. You don't have time. You're like so busy being <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love me. Like that's what's so cool is like, I love everything about me. Oh my God. I fucking love this. So something else you had shared too is how deeply your connections to your family have changed. If you want to share about that, like kind of what it was like before versus how it is now. Yes, I think a big part of my individuation was finding... I love that you use that word. I've never described it that way, but it's absolutely an individuation. Oh my gosh, such an individuation from these generational patterns. You know, that's kind of what um, lit me up about it was when you said like at the very beginning of like, you're really going to dig this, you know? And I didn't even really know what I was going to be getting into in the family realm until it, it all happened, you know? And like, for example, my brother... His daughter, my niece, she's brought so much change to our family and she's been teaching my parents so much. And so I think that she's been helping me to see my parents as humans, you know, Mm -hmm. and then... Not take it so personally. Yeah. Yes. It's almost like the work that I was doing was sort of taking everyone out of their script. Like that's honestly the best way I know how to describe it. It's like... What do you mean? Like when I would see my grandparents, it always felt like, yes, genuine, but it never felt below the surface. It was harder to connect Mm -hmm. probably because of where I was. And, you know, like they have a hard time hearing and memory stuff. So it's like, we're all just in a liminal place. And when I saw them on Thanksgiving, you know, like my papa, my dad's dad, wow. Like he said some things to me and he was like, you know, we, we know he said to me and what really hit me, he was like, we know it wasn't always easy for you. And that to me, I was just like, Oh my God. Like that was so validating. I felt like understood and I felt like he saw me and, and I didn't have to like put on this perfectionism, you know, like he really Mm -hmm. loved me and accepted me for who I am. And Oh my gosh, another big thing that's been going on um, for the holidays, I got my parents this book where they can like answer questions every week. And it's like deep questions, but also you don't have to go deep. Like there's some that say like, how do you want to be remembered? And like, tell me about your father and tell me about your grandmother. Like just there's different, different questions and you can choose how deep you want to go. But I learned so much about my like my family, even just through that, like my papa that I was just sharing about, my dad's dad, apparently he was a miracle baby in the sense that his mom already went through menopause. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. And so, wow. And my family always talks about how lucky he is and all these things. And of course, with my new reframe, I'm like, holy crap, this isn't luck. Like he's aligned too, you know, like, um, it's like, oh, he'll always have the winning ticket or he'll always this and that. And it's like, it's like, there is a special like thing happening. And 
I felt that when I was around him, I was like, I'm giving him the gift of being authentic around me now. You know, like we don't have to stick to this script. You know, we don't have to like perform or behave a certain way. It's like, it's like we just get to be, you know, and it and it definitely comes from like this generational like worry and this generational um, fear because like my papa, he had a lot of grief and loss in his life. Like he lost his dad at age five and then he lost his brother when his brother was 18. And like, there's, you know, there's so many ways that like grief has manifested in that way. And so I think that that's why I felt that burden and to carry that heaviness of like my family really on both sides, you know, and like, obviously like, nobody wants to like feel depressed and not know why. And so I think like just going through the practices that we did, I've, I got a lot of answers to questions I didn't even know I had, you know, and, and you almost don't even really know your progress until you're back in your family system. And then you get to really see how far you've grown. Oh, totally. I remember my family used to trigger me so much. Now they don't trigger me at all. And being around them is like being on vacation. I mean, it's it's totally, (laughs) literally, I'm like the only person who gets (laughs) excited to go home or like go on vacation with my family. I'm like, perfect. So much fun. Because now it is fun. I literally do not get triggered by them, which is wild to say because it was not always that way. But it's the truth. Yeah. And it really does. And now I can just like enjoy them and it's fun. Oh, and like always coming back to self to be like, okay, the reason I'm not like having fun or in my pleasure is because I, I need to, you know, get myself in check or like just, yeah, deepen within. Whereas it like, you know, it always would be easier to say, oh, well, if only they were different, then I could. Yeah. We always want someone else to change to make us feel safe. And it's like, no, the safety starts with you. And then quite (laughs) often they do change. Of course, there's these very toxic family dynamics that we um, just, you know, we don't necessarily like we can't necessarily change, but it's like we don't start energetically bleeding over into those Mm -hmm. places where like they don't need to affect us so deeply. Like, And just what you said around being able to see our families as like they're humans having their also having their traumatic experience through life. And they did not have the tools that we have to like radically transcend this Mm -hmm. life. And, you know, our past lives and our generational trauma with so much speed. All of us who are deep in this work, we are, this is the first time this is literally being done on the planet with intention. So we can also just like give a little grace to our parents, et cetera, because they really just did not know better. And like, we have the power to shape our reality. And how potent is that? Yeah. And I think the more like genuine the conversations can be, you know, like the more honest we can be, it's like, it it does feel more helpful. And yeah, speaking to like the toxic family patterns and all of that, it's like, I love watching how my brother parents, my niece and my sister-in-law, how they parent her and how she is so respected and how she, she is allowed to like trust her intuition. And she's allowed to say how she feels like I learned so much, like she's expressing, she's using her voice, she's using her boundaries. Like, I feel so blessed to be able to witness that. And like our family um, system feels kind of like a stamp in that way where I I very much relate to like the generations. Like, for example, like my brother, he's the second born 
of three, he's in the middle and he had kids first. And like, that was the same pattern my dad had, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I think about it and I'm like, I don't want to think too hard about it, but I think like it's repeating itself because there's more there, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's my niece. She's also a Leo. It's like, we're both Leos and we're both. Oh yeah. What's your sun, moon and rising? So Leo sun. Yeah. Cap moon or cap rising mm-hmm. and Libra moon. Mm, beautiful. I knew your son, but not the other two. <laughs> What's your human design? I am a splenic manifester. Oh, potent. Okay, yummy. Sometimes people <laughs> like to know those things. Okay, keep going. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh, yes. But yeah, it's been like, it's been so rich to just get to experience like, and then my grandpa dying, it was this time last year, it's coming up on a year. Mm-hmm. He, the last time I talked to him was Valentine's Day. And wow. my grandmother died, my, on my dad's side died on Valentine's Day oh my a few God. years ago. Oh, bless. Yeah, so interesting. So keep going. So interesting because when I was having that conversation, I started to think about like, huh, I wonder how I'm going to remember my grandpa. You know, I wonder how I'm going to remember him. And even just his death, like, you know, brought so much change to my family and allowed us to deepen. And I got to find one of my grandpa's autobiographies that he had written in college. And brought me to tears, but brought me so much depth and so much closeness to him because this is the part um, that I was speaking to about how it's similar on both sides, like my mom's side and my dad's side. There's this level of like dishonesty because we're not allowed to be ourselves. And like, I think my grandpa would have been gay if he was allowed to be, you know? Mm. And I, I just, there's just so much. There's so many like things that like, I deeply, deeply can trust within myself now, again, even if I haven't seen it modeled to me, right? Like I get to be my own leader in paving my own way without having to like see it directly and, and yeah, still love and accept my family dearly because they're human too. It's like, it's like getting rid of that story of like, we don't have to be special and perfect to be loved, you know? Yeah. Wow, Jennifer, your your transformation <laughs> is just you've like become a spiritual teacher. I mean <laughs> this is unbelievable. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, is there anything that was really important to you that you got out of feminine magic and money that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share? Well, Now that we're here, I'll just share my biggest manifestation yet. I'm calling in my life partner. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Well, now you're actually ready for it. Isn't that incredible? Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes we say we want things, right? And then there's all these things. You know, you're just so... You're so sovereign now and you're so clear. So... I love that you can like confidently step into that space. And who knows, girl could come anytime. We had Kelsey get engaged. Crystal called in her partner. Love has been a big theme in my world of late. (laughs) Yes. And I think you were the one that that shared that like 2022 is going to be full of like the most engagements and weddings and And partnerships. It was around like the unity of the numerology of number six. Wow. Yeah. Lots of yummy stuff coming. 
So for anyone who's been considering joining Feminine Magic, Magic and Money, the mastermind, oh, it's so yummy, who's on the fence, what would you have to say to them? I would say, let your heart lead you and just go with what feels embodied because that's what I've been learning so, so deeply. It's like, you know, it's that felt sense of just follow your heart and you're going to actually wow yourself with how much you change. You're not going to recognize yourself and to not be afraid of that, but to lean in full force because, you know, at the end of your life, are you going to look back on the life you created or the life you wish you had. Oh, literally. Love that. So also, Jennifer, inside your business, so if there's anyone who is a parent who's interested in play therapy, um, do you support clients uh, outside of just exactly where you live? So I see kids within Colorado, but I also work with parents and I'm also developing my self-led course for parents. It's called The Badass Parent. Yeah. And so it's in the works. And you can find me on Instagram at magic.moments.play for some more info. Yeah. And I'll drop your your links too in the episode notes. And This was so beautiful and such a soul-nourishing conversation. So thank you so much. Jocelyn, thanks for having me. I feel so, just so much and so much thankfulness and so much abundance. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome, Queen Bee. Amazing. Hi, beautiful. How gorgeous was that? These are the kind of stories where I'm like, this is exactly why I do what I do. Thank you for sending so many of you beautiful women into my world universe. It just brings my heart so much joy. I just love seeing what unfolds. It it honestly feels like magic, even though it's on purpose. So this is your reminder that I have a few more spaces open for women desiring to join Feminine Magic and Many the Mastermind for deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism. The reason I keep the container limited is because you receive very highly individualized support where we are able to actually live coach you on every single call. In addition to taking you through all of the healing work, the embodiment work, et cetera, we have a very active um, Voxer chat group where you can participate, participate in the Voxer as much or as little as you'd like, but you're also, you know, you're able to really plug in there and ask, ask me questions real time to help you move through things. It's a really beautiful, intimate experience. Obviously you get to know the other women very well by the amount of time that we're together and just the nature of everything that we go to, go through. And it's such, it's just such an intimate journey and this kind of intimacy. So few of us have had in this deep way and it's just absolutely life-changing and to do it in sisterhood. So I invite you to join us, take one of the last remaining spaces you can head to my website, jocelynkellery.com. Um, The link is also in episode notes. Obviously, DM me if you have any questions. And I love you so much. I'm so excited for the women who've already joined. I can deeply feel how... Like, I always can feel the energy of things before they arrive. And this this next container just feels like so just like juicy. Like, I just feel like it's going to be so, so much power and presence and magnetism and pleasure is going to come forward. Obviously the money vibes are going to be there like they always are. And it's just, it's life-changing. 
can't say it enough times. So I love you. Also, the price for the container is going to be going up for the next round. So if you'd like in now at the current price, now is definitely the time to join. And there's Panful with some bonuses. And there's also two payment plans available to allow you to pay over time. So doing my part to make this as easy as possible for you. Also honoring the level of work and transformation that's inside the container. And I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.